0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Today's real estate update you know, each week we start the show with an update. Um, make sure you're working with an agent who does their research. And here's what I mean by that it's a very specific kind of research. Meaning as a seller, before you go on the market or a buyer, before you're submitting your offer, make sure your agent is calling the properties that are pending. And it's a very specific distinction. Pending means those that just sold, that just went under contract, not the ones that sold 30, 60, 90 days ago. They won't have the information you need Uh, because in any market, but especially a market like this, where it's so kind of fast and furious, you know, we're hearing about all the multiple offers and over the asking price, those markets can shift fairly dramatically in short periods of time. And I'm starting to see some things move around in different pockets in terms of number of offers, terms, that type of thing. So the best way for an agent to get that information is to call the agents who just sold a property. and it's important information to have if you're a seller and you're trying to fine-tune your price to find that sweet spot, to make sure that you're not leaving on many money on the table, but you're not overpricing and scaring things away, people away. And as a buyer, so you kind of know what the landscape is that you might be competing against, so that you've got as much information as you can possibly get while you're structuring that offer. So again, make sure you've got an agent who does their research and that is specifically uh, making sure that they call the agents with the pending properties, those that just sold because they'll have the most recent data on the market. I was talking with an agent yesterday because I was doing this for one of my properties. Uh, I'm getting ready to bring a property on the market and the agent I talked to had one that just sold and then one that sold two weeks ago in the same neighborhood. And it was a very different story in terms of the amount of activity and the number of offers. So it was really helpful to have that information. So there you go. That's your real estate tip for the week. If you've got real estate on the brain, you're thinking about selling or buying, I am always here and happy to answer questions for you. You can find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. Without further ado, I'm super excited for our guest today. We have Laura Patterson with Hand Grown Greens. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you, Nicole? I'm good. Thanks for joining the show. Yeah,
1: I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm so happy to talk to you about this today. It's uh, funny, greens, we're talking about greens. I was recently at um, kind of a wellness retreat with some girlfriends. And when we head out the door, every time we go, one of the girlfriends or husband, he calls it kale camp. He always says, have fun at kale camp. Uh-huh. So uh, it feels fitting that we're talking about this today. Um, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. So, wellness starts with our, with our, what we eat, right? Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, and last week on the show, we were talking about having a garden, but you, you grow microgreens. And so I'm so excited to talk to you about this today because it's not, let's just grow lettuce or plant a vegetable garden. It's a very, very specific thing. Microgreens. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I just want to hear your story. Like what led you to this? And then, Like, why microgreens? Why wouldn't I just grow lettuce and kale and all of that? Why would I maybe do uh, microgreens instead?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I didn't start with microgreens. (laughs) I I had stepped back from work, and I was home with my kids. And I grew up on a farm, and I wanted them to have this experience where they were connecting to real living food and growing things. And so I thought, I'm going to have this know amazing garden and we're going to be out there working in every day well my kids were two and three so if you have gone through that phase with your own kids or you're in it right now you know that kids that age while they do love playing in the dirt uh their attention span their ability to sort of connect and grasp uh planting a seed and then waiting for 70 80 days to be able to harvest that, that plant is just, uh, it's hard for them to make that connection. So my, ideal, my idealism did not really play out as far as that really hitting home with them. Uh, and so I thought out about microgreens. So microgreens, some people are still a little confused about what they are exactly. They're basically an edible plant uh, vegetable usually or an herb or even an edible flower that's harvested when it's a seedling. So I kind of describe it like it's the stage after sprouts and before baby greens. So sprouts are just germinated seeds and people know and love and uh, appreciate the high nutritional value of sprouts for sure. Uh, Microgreens just grow one stage further. And why I like them is because they don't carry any of that risk of foodborne pathogens that we associate with sprouts because they are not grown in dark, damp conditions. They're grown in sunlight and we harvest them above the root. So we're taking the whole little seedling, but before it grows into a baby green. So it's really a very little window in time. And this is really the time in a plant's life when they're most concentrated with nutrition and flavor. So they're very uh, brightly colored and beautiful. So you kind of have all of those elements. They're pretty. They're so nutrient dense. They're very packed with flavor and they grow fast. So these are kind of all the things that drew me to growing microgreens is It was something my kids could do. They could actually sprinkle seeds on a little pot and watch them grow like day by day, like every day they looked different. And by a week, 10 days, we were actually snipping them and eating them. So it was perfect for my young kids to actually see the process and realize that we are planting these seeds, we are nurturing these little plants, and then there's something that we can eat to nourish our bodies. So it started really as kind of a lesson that I wanted to give my kids. And then I got really hooked on it, uh, on growing greens. They just brought me so much joy, were kind of therapeutic for me in a time where I was redefining what what I was doing. I'd stepped away from a career that had really defined me and finding growing food was just something I found I was really passionate about. So that's that's kind of how I got into it. Uh, I had started growing so many that it was more than my family and my friends could eat. So I thought maybe maybe I could start start selling these. And I started with one restaurant
0: and I've kind of just grown from there. That's amazing. I love it. It's it's cute that you're talking about kids with their short attention spans because while that's true, I think as adults, we have, you know, fairly short attention spans as that's well. Like, yeah, yeah. I think for me, I'm the same way. <laughs> I would love to get yes. to 10 days versus 60 or 70.
1: <laughs> There's just enough delayed gratification. You have to wait a little bit, but you do actually see the progress. You see it happening. You see the growth. And that's, that's a really neat... Uh, neat to be able to watch the process.
0: I love it. And so, and I think it's, oh, here, here. oh sorry. That's okay. Go back downstairs, okay? See, this is what it's all about. This is yes, um, life my an entrepreneur. Okay, I got to roll with things. The day did not go exactly it. as planned, but it's still a great day. So. I think it's perfect. They showed up right on cue. You're talking about things with your kids and you like, heard me up here. <laughs> But I think it's interesting, too, to realize it's kind of all the same plant. It's just at which point do you harvest something, whether it's a sprout or a micro green right. or a baby green or just the plant. So it's four yeah. different things all from the same seed option, correct? Yeah, it's
1: it's a, it's a stage of a plant's life more than it is a defined type of plant. So a lot of people are like, well, what, you know, what kinds of microgreens? Well, there's so many different kinds. I grow so many
0: different kinds uh, of nice. microgreens, but it, we're talking about the stage in the plant's life. Got it. And so, and do you, for microgreens, do you grow them in dirt? Cause I think sprouts, you don't even put them in dirt really, right? right. You just put them in like a tray. Yeah. Microgreens
1: can be grown hydroponically or in soil. There's a, many different mediums that they will do well in because it's such a short growth cycle, they're really still getting all of their nutrition from the seed hole itself rather than the soil, but I grow in soil. Uh, I find the microgreens taste the best, do the best, and I just like working (laughs) in soil. It just, again, starting with my kids, I really wanted just that really back to basics, and I really like growing in soil, so that's what I use, but different farmers grow in different mediums
0: awesome and so you said it takes about 10 days to get a microgreen right the difference between that and a baby green
1: so a baby green you're going to uh, take it a little bit farther usually up to about a month to really there's uh, so many variables here it's hard to say but different climates Uh, you're going to plant them differently so microgreens are planted very intensively Um, we plant seeds extremely densely covering the whole sowing surface because we know that we're gonna harvest them when they're small. Baby greens, you're gonna space out your greens and give them more time to actually mature and fill
0: out. So there's some difference there. And for those of you out there listening who are thinking this sounds like either a fun project, or you're trying to, you know, revamp your wellness a little bit, and this sounds like something fun. We're talking with Laura Patterson of Homegrown Greens. And you actually, you have kits on your website, and you actually have a class available. That people can take if yes. they want to learn more about this, correct? Yeah, I just started
1: doing some workshops uh, right before uh, things kind of started to shut down with COVID, so I ended up having to cancel a lot of those in-person workshops, and they'd gone so well. People were so excited to learn how easy this was to do and that it was something that was just a few minutes a day. They could have fresh greens available to use in their kitchen all the time, so I got such great feedback, so I decided to put that information into an online course, uh, even though it was a little into, I'm not very tech savvy, but I really wanted to get the information out there. So now it's all pre-recorded, so people can go through it at their convenience. And I just have videos that just kind of walk you through how to be successful doing this, just simply in your home on a windowsill, um, just getting started with growing microgreens and just showing that it can be a regular part of your everyday life and not just a fancy occasion or a
0: one-time project. That's awesome. If people want to check out that course, where do they go to find that? You can go to my website handgrowngreens.com. You can find
1: it there. If you want to go directly to the sign up, it's offers.handgrowngreens.com. And I'm also pretty active on Instagram, so you can find more information. I've got
0: a lot of videos and things on there as well. You do. You've got all kinds of great things on Instagram. What are some of your favorite and or what are some of the most popular microgreens?
1: I would say with kids, pea shoots are hands down loved by all kids universally, just about. I, I don't know if I found a child who doesn't like pea shoots. Uh, because yeah. they're sweet and crisp, they really do taste like the peas that you pick off of a vine. But you can grow them in just 10 days. So that's that's a really fun one. Uh, broccoli and kale are really popular because of the phytonutrients. The research is coming back and just showing us how good for us these are. We know vegetables are good for us, we know greens are good for us, but microgreens just have really concentrated levels, uh, up to 40 times the amount of nutrients uh, as you would see in the mature, their mature counterparts. So it's really, uh, they're really nutrient dense. I apologize for the background. Oh, I think uh, it's my, beautiful. My, uh, my plan did not work.
0: <laughs> I think it's so beautiful. I love that you're being serenaded <laughs> by your little one. <laughs> this perfect. So for the microgreens, I'm assuming this time of year with it still being a little chilly outside, do you grow them either inside or in a greenhouse or something versus outside right now?
1: Yeah, I personally, I grow both inside and outside. So I have a greenhouse and then I have an indoor grow space as well. and some microgreens really thrive best in a stable climate all microgreens like any plants will grow faster if they're warmer so it's just about adjusting your growing cycles i like growing outside i have an unheated greenhouse and because i live in the pacific northwest and it's fairly mild year-round all things considered (laughs) uh, there's a lot of microgreens that i can grow year-round they just grow slower so i just adjust my growing cycles and my orders to, to fit that
0: yeah Perfect. So it's okay for them to be cold. They're just not getting the frost. And so they don't like to freeze. Got it. That makes sense. What, how do you, so what do you do, right? Like, Okay. You've grown your microgreens. How do you, how do you serve them? More importantly, how do you serve them to kids to get them? Ooh, to eat them? Love this question. <laughs> so that's another reason why I love
1: microgreens. There's so many great things about them. They are incredibly versatile when it comes to eating them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're new to them, what I always encourage people to do is just start adding them to the food you're already eating. Okay. Um, think of anything that you put lettuce on and just swap out your lettuce for your microgreens that you've grown yourself that nutrition Nutrition is just going to really be supercharged when you use microgreens in place of lettuce. And it's an easy way to start on a sandwich, on a wrap, on a taco, on a burger, whatever you're eating, you can add microgreens to that. And how I get my kids excited about eating them and serve them is I let them grow their own microgreens and I let them snip their own microgreens and add them to their food. And they love it. When they get that sense of Ownership and control and choice. Uh They've grown it and they've watched these grow, and they're so excited. Um, And I let them get their little scissors out and snip them, and they are excited to eat them. So that's really more than trying to find the perfect recipe. I think it's about kind of empowering and giving, giving that back to your kids and letting them decide and choose. And so many moms think my kids will never eat microgreens, but I just encourage you. I'm so sorry about the background. Perfect. (laughs) You're doing awesome. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope that other ones out there have little ones and understand. Um, I think more people can appreciate. But like I said, it's not about having this fancy microgreens recipe. Surely you can. That's how microgreens first were introduced, was high-end chefs using them as beautiful garnishes. But they can also just be used in everyday home meals. And you can encourage your kids to snip and eat these. Give them that choice, and they will choose them. They are extremely flavorful and tender, so they're easy. They're really approachable and easy for kids and adults. I mean, there's plenty of adults who are not... (laughs) veggie lovers right so microgreens are an easy way where a little
0: bit does go a long way perfect that's just what I was gonna say and what I was thinking is uh it sounds like they've got so much nutrition that you know if you can just even get a little bit in it's right it's not like you need a whole salad bowl full of microgreens for somebody Yes, even a little bit it'll make a big difference for them awesome if you are just tuning in we are talking with Laura Patterson of Hand Grown microgreens. And this is so much fun. I'm learning. I'm so inspired right now. Good some greens and see where I can sneak them in with my kids and see where that might have well, you know, we'll let them know what's going on. But I'm yeah, happy. You, you'd be surprised. Um, if you get
1: them involved, they really do get excited. It's that whole you know, they say the looking forward to something or anticipating something is almost more, we get more pleasure from that than the actual thing. I think it's like that with growing microgreens is they get excited because they're waiting and watching and you can day by day see them grow. Um, And for adults too, you know, they're just a little reminder when you have a couple pots growing on your windowsill, they're just a little reminder that you're choosing to eat some fresh greens and you're gonna incorporate these into your diet and it feels good, it really
0: does. Awesome. And you have some great kits. I was on your website. You know, if somebody out there is thinking, okay, let's do this thing, but maybe they're intimidated about going to the store and what are all the pieces you've just got some amazing kits. It's super easy that will get everything going for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The kits came out of necessity. So I have this little free, uh, quick start video guide course that um, you can get. Like I said, it's on my website there right at the top. And it's 10 minutes, it kind of gets you started, but people still felt like they weren't doing it. They thought, oh, that looks easy. So I put all the materials together, Um, just to be convenient. You don't need to buy a kit, you don't need to buy my kit, but if it's helpful to get you started, I want you to do it because sometimes just getting started with something is the hardest part. Uh, And then if you wanna take it a little bit further, I have uh, another course, like I said, the course that I put together uh which was basically what I did in workshop format but I put it online and that's I call it microgreen magic cuz that's what my kids said the first time they saw it was like it's magic they're growing like before our eyes and so Uh, It is kind of like magic. And I am running a spring special. I forgot to mention that earlier. So that's going to be half price. I was going to start at the first day of spring, but I started it early because I'm ready. I'm ready for spring and planting. And so that'll be running through the end of April. And I really want this to be available to everyone. So the course is going to be half off through the end of April and I'll have the coupon code uh, there. So Awesome. Go on our website, check it out. The Microgreen Magic course is going to tell you everything you know to be successful, but it, the whole thing takes about an hour. So I really wanted to condense down because I know sometimes you don't need a whole nother project, a huge project on your plate when we're already busy. So it, it's really something that you can do. You can watch the videos and then a couple minutes a
0: day, you can start implementing this into your everyday life awesome well and we'll have links to everything on our website after the show nicolemangina.com forward slash oh, great great so we'll make sure we share it as well um Cause I want to get this out there. I, you know, I, I do appreciate that you put the kits together. Like you said, I'm sure people, you don't need them, but I know for myself, I'll forever have like half of the stuff and never get the other oh, half. So I many
1: people, it makes
0: it, it, makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> easy to get started. So I appreciate that you put it together and made it so easy and you have lots of different, it, it looks like you had sunflower seeds or sunflowers on yeah, it. Sunflower Sweet. are very popular as well. Yeah. That and the pea, the peas, that's a good tip. Uh, so I'm going to get those for sure and see what I can't get going for the kids. But uh, yeah, I, and I think right now it's March and, you know, we're so excited about seeing things starting to pop up through the ground, right? Flowers, vegetables, whatever that might be. Um, in fact, I'm looking out my window and the tree outside my window is starting to blossom. And I'm thinking, oh, yay, spring is coming. Um, But to bring that inside too, I'll probably grow that. I don't have a greenhouse. I'll probably just grow them on my kitchen counter. Yeah. I think that'll be great. It's, it's so, I
1: call them kind of like the gateway crop. They're like, anyone can do them. And once you start growing something, you'll be amazed. This kind of started, you know, so many people got interested in starting gardens and growing um, with being home and with sort of being aware, maybe for the first time of the fragility of our food system and all this, there's interest really skyrocketed in this past year as far as people wanting to learn about growing food. And microgreens are just an easy way to start. If you've never grown anything as far as any food or vegetables or had a garden, and it's a little intimidating to think of starting a whole big endeavor, it's just a great way to start. Get your hands on some soil
0: and seed and and you'll get your confidence that you can do this, that this is really doable. I love it. I'm gonna take you to task on that because I am not a very good (laughs) green thumb. (laughs)
1: So, <laughs> micrograms I'm sure that
0: if, if there are other people out there thinking the same thing you can follow me on instagram at nicole mangina and I'll be sharing in my stories if this is really as easy as Laura is making it out good I <laughs> can't wait to see I'm confident all right and and I'll share as much as my kids will let me share how they do we're <laughs> so getting their things in there um, and, you know, I think it goes in line, too, with the whole, as we've just been cooking more at home, right? You know, microgreens is something you usually get in just a restaurant, and you think, oh, you can only have it there. Yeah. You know? So to be able to bring that home and just feel a little more wholesome and nutritious and uh, a little fancier, quite honestly.
1: yeah, It's yes, kind of fancy to is.
0: have microgreens in your dinner. It does. It really
1: brightens <laughs> up any... Any dish that you know, sometimes we get stuck in the ruts of making the same meals. It just freshens them up, you know. It just adds a little, uh, little extra
0: something special. I know a little Tuesday night kick. Ooh, Taco Tuesday with microgreens. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Right. Love it. Uh, and I like that they're a little. Yeah, you know, I like them all. I'm a big sprout person. I do like those. Those are a little harder to sell the kids on, I think, because they. They, they just look different, right? It's a, a little bit different texture. Yeah, there's I there's food are safety different.
1: issues related to sprouts that from a business standpoint, I don't want to dive into it. Me personally would, you know, I think sprouting on your own, when you're aware of your conditions and all that, sprouting can be a great thing. But I stick to the microgreens as far as what I sell. It's uh, considered a safe food, raw agricultural product, like any other thing you would grow in the field. So it makes it easy for... Uh, from that standpoint. And I, I just love the colors and all of that of microgreens. So
0: yeah, I mean, they're so fun to grow. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, again, if you're just joining us, we have Laura Patterson with hand-grown greens. That's like a little bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of is. That's I know I'm used to it now, but yeah. Um, sharing all about the, just the value, the amazing nutritional value of microgreens, um, but also how easy it is to grow them on your own because we're not getting them in our restaurant food right now because we're not going out to restaurants as much and um, farmers markets well it's not even really farmer market season yet but it looked a little different last year we'll see what it's like this year but to just be able to have something so beautiful um, beautiful for your home and then great for your body I think is wonderful to be able to do that and I love uh, we were talking about this before the show how you've pivoted and started doing all this because we talked about before COVID really this part of your business didn't exist you were just growing and selling to a distributor you right. know for restaurants and so you know that went away and then it sparked well okay what can you do and now there's this beautiful option out there for the rest of us who want to try and do this in our own homes and I love it I mean it's a for sure a silver
1: lining it's been so amazing it brings me so much joy to get other people excited about this and hear how it's sometimes we need a small step right a small win something that's yes achievable and for so many people that's what this has been and it's just it's really encouraging so i'm I'm really excited that i i kind of did pivot towards the teaching uh the teaching angle
0: I love it. It's, and it's so perfect that you started all of this for your kids so that you could be with them so that they could be healthy. They could participate in it. And then your children joined us for the show today. And I do, I do apologize. Um, I could have tried to intervene. It may have gotten even worse.
1: Of course, the one, the noisiest toys were pulled out. You know, that's just, I have learned to roll with things, uh, working from home, teaching at home, all of that. So. They
0: they know when they're needed for on the air. So we get it. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's for sure. <laughs> we have been there for sure. My kids are 14 and 16 now, but I still remember all of my, you know, they're, they're asleep until you need to make a, an important phone call and then they're super awake. That's, that's what happened. There we go. <laughs> so we've all been there at one point in time or well, another. Thank you for uh, but that's perfect because now you're able to be there with them for all of that and share microgreens with the rest of us. That's so right. There you go. Handgrowngreens.com. Otherwise, we will also have all of the information on our website after the show, including the link to Laura's amazing class, in case you need a little tutorial on how to grow your microgreens, nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast. And again, if you've got real estate questions, because the market out there, it's, uh, it's definitely not the faint of heart Uh, but if you have the right agent on your side you can be successful whether you are a buyer or a seller they just need to make sure that you've got an agent that's doing the right research so that you're making the right decision for what you've got going on today Uh, if you have questions you can always find me via email nicole at nicolemangina.com thanks so much for joining us everybody hope you have a wonderful week remember to eat your greens and maybe even grow a couple. Thanks, Laura, for joining us. (laughs) Thanks so much. Great chatting with you, Nicole. All right, take care, everybody. Have a great week.